EC Nation, welcome back to another episode of Embezzling Creativity. Embezzling Creativity, fool. I am your host, and I am also the director of digital marketing over at Dom Digital Media, and I go by the name of Dom Witherspoon. You're Dom! Yes, and if this is your first time here, Embezzling Creativity is the place where all the ones come to congregate. It's where we turn obstacles into opportunities. It's where we share the knowledge that we were able to cultivate over the years, right? And I do that by giving information on video production, podcast production, and how those tools can be used to help you to grow your business. And you do that by commenting, sharing, and you can even take it a step further by coming to be a guest on the show right now you might want to go back and listen to episode 65 where i talk about what is digital marketing because here marketing march continues where i'm going to go over exactly how you can use digital marketing in your business Okay, so when you're first using digital marketing in your business, right? The first thing you have to know is your consumers, right? Who are your consumers, right? Learn your consumers, right? Another way this is often explained is as knowing your target audience or your target demographic. And, you know, the way that people usually um, talk about this is, well, I'm trying to sell to um male or female between the ages of 18 to 54 right but i want you to scrap that all together right and i want you to think about your target audience in terms of lifestyle right because i think that will help you to really paint a more colorful picture of exactly who it is that you're speaking to right so now what you need to know about your um consumers is what problems are they currently facing right particularly how that pertains to the solution that you're offering, right? Or what your business do, what your company do, right? What you sell, the products, the services that you offer, things like that, right? So what problems are they facing as it pertains to your solution, right? Not only what problems are they facing, you want to know how they're going about seeking solutions, right? Are they talking to, um, family and friends, right? Are they conversing in in the group chats, right? Are they conversing over lunch? Are they looking to social media? Are they doing quick um, hashtag research to see what's already out there and what's what's popping up? Um, Are they doing Google search? Is it a quick Google search? Are they searching so deep into Google that (laughs) they will make, um, I don't know, a a grad student? I, I don't know, Shane, I don't know, whatever. Um, so really you want to think about, you know, the lifestyle of the people that you're actually talking to, of the people that you're actually targeting. Are they a student, right? Are you selling to a high school student or a college student, right? Um, if it is, if you're selling something specifically or you're trying to influence um, college students or high school students, so college students um, take into account, are they, are they paying their way through school? Are they working their way through college? Do they have scholarships? Um, are they the first generation to go to school? Um, you know, things, things of that nature, right? Are they athletes? What area of study are they really, um, 
focused on in their disciplines or whatever, right? And so you can really start to pay, do they live on campus? Do they have roommates? Are they, do they live solo off campus or whatever, right? And once you really start painting this picture of the lifestyle of your consumer, of your potential client, of your potential customer, then you can start thinking about the different digital marketing materials that you can create for them, right? Um, another descriptor, it might be, you might be looking to sell to, um, working class, middle age, maybe you want to, you, you got a cruise specifically for targeting, um, widows and widowers, right? So you're looking for people between the ages, like older, older, you look at, well, you know, that's relative, but you're looking for people between the ages of 50 to, to 65 or something like that, because you want them to come on your cruise. You know, they have that sheer experience, you know, um, what, what, what's, what problems are they facing? Maybe they're lonely, right? Maybe they feel like, you know, they're at a point in their life where, you know, um, they don't want to be a burden to their family, to their children who went off to start their own lives or whatever the case is. Right. And you really just want to get a clear picture of who it is that you're serving. Right. And that's what all of this, all these different detail actually leads up to a clear picture of who it is that you're selling to. Right. Who it is that your um, your offerings are for, who you can help. You dig what I'm saying? And in understanding this can make it easier for you to actually navigate through the world of digital media. It can make it easier for you to figure out exactly what type of content you need to be producing. If you found that first tip useful, share this episode right now with a friend before you forget. And if you're watching on YouTube, gently tap that like button so we can get this video in front of more people. Come and be a guest on Embezzling Creativity. The podcast is really it's for us. It's for us to build community. It's for us to share our knowledge and experiences. And it's for us to really push to keep our resources flowing within a tribe. Ideally, we'll have some business owners and entrepreneurs step up, some free thinkers, and we'll also have some members that are traditional and non-traditional teachers step up to enlighten us on what they've learned over the years. All the information is available at Embezzling Creativity dot com let me learn a bit about you and what you would like to share with the tribe oh yeah i'm down by the way it's all love embezzling creativity oh okay so now that you know exactly who you're speaking with right let's go into the different types of content that you can actually create for your audience right for your specific audience right now you can do um written texts right and what this includes are blog posts right it includes featured write-ups and the different magazines or different bloggers of of you know people that's in your field that's in your industry right it could also include a linkedin posts right so now when we talk about what when i'm talking about blog posts right um what i'm actually talking about is like long form posts a long form post on your actual business website right and what you want to do with this post is to actually keep in mind the different um keywords that you would like to target within the article right and so now you know what it is that you're offering and you want to be able to 
um, have different keywords within that blog post that actually are searchable, right? That your target audience may be looking for when they are going on Google and looking for your type of solution. You dig what I'm saying? And so in this long form post on your actual website, you want to make sure that you are targeting specific keywords, right? You want to make sure that this, the information that you are given will actually speak directly to your target audience that we discussed earlier in this episode, right? Now with the feature write-up, it could be for a digital magazine that's that's um speaks to people that's in your field, that speaks to people that's in your industry, that speaks to your potential clients, to your potential um customers, right? Basically just those who could possibly be in your industry, could possibly be um in your community. That's who these digital write-ups are actually going to be speaking to, right? So if you could find a placement within a magazine, that can position you as an authority in your field, right? Based off of whatever the solution is that you are actually offering to your community. You dig? Um Yeah, and pl- plus you'll be able to tap into someone else's network as an authority, right? Tap into their network as an authority, and you could go on to continue to build those relationships that might help you in the future when it comes to creating different types of content for your audience, right? Um, LinkedIn posts, it also positions you in that same um, authority position in your field if you are uh, deciding to go that route as well. It'll show that you are in the know, that you're at the top of your industry and you feel the knowledge that's coming in, that's going out, the changes that's happening. And what that will actually do for you personally, what it would do for your brand is allow for you to enter rooms without having to explain exactly what it is that you know and how you know it, right? Um, The curiosity would then become, what do you think the future is, right? And so if you could find yourself in that position, you will be much better off when it comes to actually selling your products or when it comes to selling your services. Lastly, I don't want to gloss over this. Like when it comes to written posts, um, specifically when you're writing on LinkedIn, you know, it also had that benefit of allowing you to have a real time engagement with your peers. Another type of content that you might want to consider if it's right for your audience, for your target demographics are actually videos right now videos i'm all about it you know i admittedly have a a bias when it comes to video when it comes to content creation and using um videos as a part of your marketing scheme right you know just just for transparency sake right now so with video the first thing that you might want to consider creating is the video business card right or the digital business card right i speak about this almost every episode when we're talking about this because it is that important right now this digital business card is actually a one to two minute video that embodies all that is within your company and within your culture right it gives a visual oversight of your business right it shows it displays exactly who you help how you help them and why you help them. And those questions, the answer in those questions is very important when it comes to actually attracting new clients, when it comes to actually growing your business, right? What's in it for those people that seeking you out, right? Because I like to say that we're all selfish, right? Inherently, because we live inside of ourselves. And so when you are creating different types of video content, it's really what's in it for me, right? And the special thing about this digital business card is that it shows a bit about the the company offering the service as well as how you can help your actual target audience. And so it gives 
both sides of that equation, right? Another type of video that you might want to consider are frequently asked question videos, right? Now, these videos, it really works to push the business that's offering them to a higher level, especially when it comes to their competitors, right? Now, what it allows for you to do is address any issues before it arise, right? So if I'm slanging videos, right, but it's not really videos, it's really the connection that business owners can create with their community with the use of video, right? Video is just a tool, right? And so if I'm, if I'm slinging videos, right. And you might want to create some for your business or for your company, you know, I already have a frequently asked question video in place that answer questions that may have deterred past clients, right. Or past potential clients, right. People that seeking out my solution, you dig or your solution, it doesn't matter what field you're in, right? With this frequently asked question video, you are able to get ahead of any hesitancy that may be um, brought up on the part of your potential client or your potential customer, right? You answer any questions that they may have and you eliminate the friction of them having to contact you directly to get an answer to their questions that may be the final decision, right? So if I have a question about what it is that you're offering and I'm not quite sure about this one thing, I don't wanna have to reach out to you for an answer to that question because one of your competitors might have that answer, right? It might be a road that I can travel with less friction, right? And so really what you wanna do is make it as easy as possible for your customers, for your clients to actually do business with you. Right. And doing a frequently asked question video is one of the ways that can help you to build that relationship that can answer some questions before they get to you. That can allow for a potential client or for a potential customer to feel confident in the abilities that you have simply because you was upfront about any issues that that could have been an issue. You are upfront about your knowledge and you are upfront about how you can help them in their journeys. You dig? And so ultimately, these frequently asked question videos will also help for you to attract those that are for you. And it will also allow for you to repel those who are not ready to do business with you at this moment or those who are not meant to do business with you at the last type of video I want to talk about that you could create for your business are testimonial videos, right? Now, testimonial videos are so powerful, right? Simply because, well, not simply because, but for one of the reasons that it works in conjunction with your frequently asked question video, right? And so it gives a different perspective, right? So while you as a business owner may have an answer directly to what you uh, questions that you may have encountered that you frequently encounter, right? And you answer those in your frequently asked question video. The flip side of that could be how the client felt before doing business with you, right? So you want to pull little gems out of your, uh, your past clients when you are getting these different testimonial videos because you want them to speak directly to the concerns that may be held at the heart of your potential clients, right? So your past clients are now there to inform your potential client, right? And so these videos also serve as a form of social proof, you dig? So like I said before, with the frequently asked question video, even with the video business card, with the digital business card, you know, is curated in a way where it is going to position you and your company in a positive light. 
Right now, while that holds true for the testimonial videos, these people are able to get out what they've been through. They're able to get out their ordeals in their own words, even if you are pulling out little information, little pieces of tabbits, little little gems that can actually work to inform your 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 future clients. Right. So you don't want to have a testimonial videos that say that I enjoyed. I don't I, I don't want a uh, testimonial video that says I enjoyed working with Dom Digital Media. They created this type of video for me. It was fun. While that's cool, you know, I will probably benefit more from a video that says, hey, look, we created this a digital business card because we were tired of explaining exactly what we did over and over again and who we helped over and over again. So this digital business card worked to save us time. We were unsure about the process, but once we had the conversation with Dom herself, we were able to get through this, that, and the other, right? Once we showed up on set, though I was already a bit nervous, we were able to have these different conversations that made me feel at ease. As a result of creating this digital business card, I was able to get three new clients within the month that all referenced that digital business card that I created with Dime Digital Media. That sounds amazing to me. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't wrote it any better myself, if I must say. But really, the purpose is that for these testimonial videos is to actually have different pieces of information that will work to inform your potential customers, right? Your potential clients based off of your past clients and their experiences. The last type of content I want to speak about are podcasts. Ta-da! <laughs> um, I couldn't do this without speaking about podcasts, especially since this is a podcast, right? So when you're doing digital marketing, you could also use podcasts depending on how your target audience may receive information, may receive different messages, etc. right? This might be a great way based off of their lifestyles and whatever it is that they have going on, right? So if you find podcasts may be one of the better ways for you to communicate or to build your community, you know, there are multiple benefits that comes along with it, right? One is that you are able to create long form content that focus on depth as opposed to uh, the breath. Right. Uh, right. So you're able to go into depth on more different on, on a variety of content. Right. As it pertains to your field, in your industry, as it pertains to you as a person, as it pertains to mindset, as it pertains to entrepreneurship as a whole, as it pertains to any one of your hobbies, et cetera. Right. Because this is such a long form content and you're able to create consistently, you have the leeway to create almost at your leisure, so long as you're still serving your audience and your community, so long as you're still um, giving value to these people, right? And so as long as you're able to do that, you can really get podcasts to work in your favor, right? On top of that, because it is long form, you are more easily able to um, cut up and repurpose different parts of your podcast for your different social media platforms, right? For your different websites, right? For your different um, promo materials or if you are running ads and things like that, right? So it really work in your favor in that way as well because it is um, that long-form content, right? Because you're able to build a solid community, right? Because you can chop it up and easily repurpose based off of whichever specific subject. It could be the most, it could be the smallest subject or the cleanest line, the 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 meanest jewel drop that you have in a podcast, you'll be able to cut it up, right? And and 
and repurpose it and get it out to different people on different platforms and in different ways, right? And so that might work best for your target audience, for your demographics and for your community. Additionally, when you are creating podcasts, it allows for you to build in your field, right? It allows for you to be the authority in your field. It allows for you to be the host when you're when you when you're inviting your your different peers and colleagues onto the show to speak about their experiences in in the field, right? And in the industry, any advice that they could give to your community, right? You're able to position yourself as that authoritative figure. Based off of you having your own podcast, right? And it really works in your favor because now you are building these different relationships with these different people, right? Now you have an excuse to speak to them. Now you have something to talk about at that networking event, right? Now you have something to follow up with, right? With the podcast. And so it can all it all works in your favor as a business owner and as an entrepreneur. And as you continue to grow, you there'll be no other option than for you to continue to give back to your community, right? Because you can invite these different people on because you can uh, then have some type of sponsors or whatever, if they want placement and you positioning yourself on a podcast will allow for you to have that authority, right? And that's not something to be taken lightly because if someone is coming to you because they know you have an authority in a specific field and they want you to promote some stuff, you want to make sure that you're not giving boo-boo to your people, Right. And so it's a thin line, you know, that is also a side note of having um, the podcast for your business and for your company. So just some quick notes about the different content types when you are going in to create for your audience. I want you to keep in mind that um, written works work for the skimmer. (laughs) Right. And so like when we talk about like written form content, those types of content works best for the skimmer, right? So you want to make sure that you have bold headings and subheadings. You want to make sure that you break up the different bodies of text. You want to use images and pull quotes to be able to do so, right? And so you really just want to make it easier for whoever it is that's consuming your content to be able to go to whichever point that is most important for them. You dig what I'm saying? And as a bonus, when you are using pull quote, it allows for you to break up your bodies of text. You don't have to uh, find Um, images that aren't copyrighted to use within your post. And when you are using pull text, it brings emphasis, right? It has emphasis. So on your most important um, gems that you have within an article or something, you could definitely use a pull quote to get that right in front of the eyes of the consumers, because that's naturally where your eyes are going to be drawn to, right? Um, Videos work best for those who are visual learners and for those who are engaged with the content you dig. And so with videos, you want to make sure that you are delivering an experience that solves a problem. Right. So you just don't like, I mean, yeah, make sure you're delivering uh, an experience that solves a problem when you are creating videos for your consumers and for, for those that are in your community um, lastly, audio works best for the multitasker, right? So if someone that you, if you are targeting that college student that we were speaking about earlier, they don't have a lot of time in a day, right? And so when they are listening to your podcast, they might be on a roll going somewhere right quick. You dig, they might be vacuuming up in, in their dorms or cleaning or cooking or whatever the case may be. And so you want to keep that in mind when you are creating a podcast that the person that's listening to it on the other side may very well be doing another thing or two, right? And so 
you also want to deliver an experience that solves a problem with these, um, with your audio podcast, um, understand that every detail may not be caught and you want to make sure that you are breaking up long monologues, even if that's with like how I do with different commercials and different promo materials, or you might just want to stop and um, you, you want to inject different uh, sound effects or whatever the case may be. You just don't want to be running on and on and on right now. Don't forget that you could also use different, um, you could use blended content types, right? So you could do a video with the blurb. You could do a photo with the blurb, right? You could do a long form written post with images and with videos incorporated within that article, right? You could do a podcast, right? And then have like a blog post attached to that, whether it's a transcript of the actual podcast or if you do like bullet or, or, or highlighted points of what was mentioned within that podcast that you think are important to note. Need a trusted source to help you launch your podcast? Dom Digital Media. Need different budget options? Dom Digital Media. Need this information all in one place? Dom Digital Media. Don't allow the many gear options, prices, and your lack of experience to make you feel overwhelmed. Be like me and avoid all these issues by signing up at domdigital.com slash podcasting and do it today. All right. So we went through locking down on who your target audience and your target demographic is. We also went over the different types of digital marketing content that you can actually create for your um, brand. And lastly, let's talk about creating for your audience. So you know who the audience is, you know, the type of, um, works that you can create. So let's talk about actually creating for that audience, right? Um, now you want to understand what types of content will be best received based off of what it is that you do right now. Let's say if it's a podcast episode, you want to make sure that you are informing your consumers about the different news that's in your industry, right? Of course, this is not like, um, black and white, it must be done this way. It's just guidance, right? For you to find your way when you are starting out on your journey, right? If you decide that you want to use video content, right? Make sure that you are telling a story, right? Nothing's going to work as well for you as telling a story, right? So maybe you could tell a story about a mom who alleviated um, some of her depression symptoms by following through with your different healthcare routines, Right. And so that that leads on a journey and it positioned your offer as the solution. But really, you know, the person who is feeling better, who's alleviating some of these symptoms, they become the hero. Right. Even though they're using your product, even though they're using your services, they're still the hero at the end of the day. And so that's something else that you want to keep in mind. Also, when you are creating video content for your business, you can also do a photo collage and a short blurb. Um, that demonstrates the multiple ways that people use your products. Right. And so that's another type of content that you can create, right? This would be like, um, for a carousel, right? It's a lot of these different platforms where you could have multiple images or multiple videos all within one post. So if you have, um, multiple videos, I mean, multiple images and a carousel about the journey of using your product and the different ways that your product is used to help to solve problems from all these different people based off of this one thing, then it position your product as being that much more valuable 
and you'll be able to create that content based off you can you can save money when you're creating that content like based off of just like what your, your past clients has done and they send the images in and so you could be, definitely make it work in your advantage in that way as well right and so all this is to add to the fact that when you are creating content right you want to make sure that it is consumer facing Right. And that should go without saying, but I felt the need to say anyway, when you are creating content for your particular audience, you want to make sure that the content that you are creating are consumer facing pieces of content. Do you know what that means? It means that it's not about you. I mentioned earlier that we are inherently selfish, but when we are creating work for our business, when we are trying to grow, we got to really be mindful of these different number of things, right? Make sure it is consumer facing. I just mentioned before that you want your client, you want your customer, you want them to be the hero in this story, right? And the way that you make sure that is always happening is by creating content that is consumer facing, right? That is for, for them, right? That is their journey. You dig? It's not written from your perspective, right? It's not about you all the time. It is about them. It's about how their lives was made easier based off of what it was that you were offering. Creating for your audience, you want to know the type of content that would be well received, whether that's a podcast, whether it's videos, whether it's a written post, whether it's photos, photos or whatever it is, right? You want this content to be consumer facing, meaning it solves their problem, meaning it is created for their benefit, meaning it is created to lift a burden off of their shoulders, right? They may be suffering from whatever it is, right? They may have whatever type of problems that they have, but by the end of seeing your piece of digital content, they feel like there's something at the, there's some light at the end of the tunnel, right? And that light is your product. But at the end of the day, you have to write about their journey. They have to experience their journey through the different, different, through the different digital marketing, um, um, materials that you are creating. You dig what I'm saying? And so let's say, for example, let's say for an example, you are the vice president of um, a PTA at a local local school, right, elementary school or whatever, and you are looking for sponsors for the basketball team, right? Meaning you're looking for, you know, people to donate their time, their money, maybe their spaces or whatever for the basketball team, for the betterment of these children, right? And so that's your job. That's your position and that's your stance. Cool beans, Right? If you were creating that, I may suggest that video may be the way to go. I said before that I was a bit biased, but it, it is what it is, right? Video may be the way to go if you are looking for sponsors for um, support of that basketball team, right? And so I might suggest that you create a video for the bleeding hearts, right? And that's going to highlight the children. It's going to highlight what they've done last year. It's going to highlight their different practices. It's going to highlight the championship game if they were able to make it that far, right? And this video, you might even include a story of a former basketball player who was able to coach the team last year and was super excited about getting uh, about being able to play with her son. Right. And, and that'll be a way for you to uh, talk to your target audience. Right. Um, you might even want to highlight the different businesses that supported last year. Right. Um, you might want to highlight the people who made maybe the team apparels or, or their uniform. Right. It could be like a local 
fabric company that decided to to donate the material and the time to get that done right um you might want to highlight uh the 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 local whoever that allowed the basketball team to use their space whether it was for team meetings whether it was for basketball practice even if it's like for the games that they have at home or something like that right maybe you even want to go on to highlight the parents that donated their times right similar to the coach who was able to coach her son up last year you dig what I'm saying? And so that piece of video content can be displayed in a way where you are talking to the local um, authorities, right? And I, and I don't mean the cops, right? I mean like the different business leaders in that local community, right? You, you are speaking to them where they can feel good about donating or contributing in however way that they can contribute it contribute to that cause you dig what I'm saying? When, once you um, go on to highlight the different businesses that helped out before, you dig? Maybe they was like, ah, you know, that could be my, my that could be that could be my business that's being highlighted in that video next year. You dig? And so when it comes to the business side of that, also, right, to take it off of the bleeding hearts, when it comes to the business side, you know, I might suggest that you create that piece of video, but you also blend that with some type of written text, right? And so maybe it'll be a breakdown of how much money was brought into that local economy based off of having this basketball tournament pass through this local neighborhood, right? Maybe um, you want to create um, some type of kit that shows the different press and the media coverage that was received last year when we did this same event, right? And, and maybe you even want to rattle off some of the known sponsors of that event, right? And that way you get both the bleeding hearts as well as those who are in it for their business, right? And that's not to say they can't be one of the same if you are that vice president of the PTA. You dig what I'm saying? And so it could be someone that simply can't afford to donate their stuff, but they are swayed by, by, by the amount of money that's coming into the community that they may be able to capitalize off of. You dig? And so I really want you to be able to take all these different key pieces of information when it comes to creating digital content for your particular audience. I know the burden of having a product or a service that can help your tribe, but not having a bullhorn loud enough for them to hear it. Together, we can solve that problem with video. Video is the tool needed to amplify your message, get in front of the right audience, and to scale your business. I wanna help you to develop and implement these assets so that you can get the greatest return on your investment. It all starts with the digital business card. Visit DimeDigital.com and submit the discovery form. I'll see you soon. All right, now to wrap this up, when it comes to using digital marketing in your business, there are a few pieces of information that you must keep in mind, right? First and foremost is that you have to know your consumer, right? Know your target audience, know the demographics of these people, right? And it goes much more than knowing that you want to speak to females age uh, 18 to 54, right? We're living in a whole different world, right? If you really want to paint that picture of who it is that you're speaking to, right? You really have to consider their lifestyle as a whole. Right. And that's going to help you to best narrow down who you're speaking to so you can get your message directly to that person. All right. On top of learning your consumers, you actually have to keep in mind the different types of content that you can create. Right. So it, might, it ranges from video content. Right. Depending on your message and what you have going on, you might decide that you could use 
audio right or podcast for whatever it is that you have going on you might want to use photography right you might like the idea of using long form text because you understand search engine optimization a little better and you feel like you can make that work to your advantage right it doesn't matter what it is that you um think that you can use that you think may benefit right you really just want to take your target audience that we looked at their lifestyle you want to compare that with the different types of content that you can create and you want to couple that all together so you can lastly decide about the different type of content that you want to create for your particular audience right so you really need to know those three things that is what we went over here in this episode of embezzling creativity right um i encourage you to leave a comment if you have any questions just leave feedback so we can get engagement going on in the community right um i want to thank you for sticking around once again my name is down witherspoon yes and i am your host here on the embezzling creativity podcast um before you go i want you to remember that the goal is to turn obstacles into opportunities so if you were able to take anything at all away from this episode please share with a friend who may be able to take something away from it as well once again this is embezzling creativity embezzling creativity fool